Hey, what's going on, everybody? I was Spencer here. It's uh, Tales from the Green Room episode number 151. Uh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, how's everybody doing? Uh, Sunday morning. I just started this podcast. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Um, <clears throat> feels kind of strange, honestly, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I kind of felt like I did the last, uh, the last episode uh, a couple months ago and I, um, it was with Greg from Cashed Out and, uh, it was a good episode. It was, I'm just, uh, I just been feeling lately that I don't have much to talk about. I, th- it's, I think it has to do with like depression and stuff. Like I've talked about it a little bit recently, like how I was sort of like not really feeling like I was kind of dreading the last tour, the spring tour. Um, it was a great tour. Uh, I'll say it was an awesome tour. We had, we actually had a really good time. Um, that first show, um, Really, really brought me out of whatever darkness I was feeling. Um, it was the the Janus Live St. Pete. Had a had a great time. It was awesome. And then from then on, it was every show was awesome. Asheville was always a little weird. Um, I don't think people didn't appreciate it, you know. Like, but it's just a more chill kind of town. I think. And we've always had that. We've always had that feeling when we go to Asheville. It's always kind of like laid back, but like too laid back, you know? Um, very happy for everybody that came out, by the way. I'm not saying anything like that. Just uh, the energy was a lot lower than the rest of the tour. Um, so like it, it makes us kind of feel like we're not doing our job right, you know? Um, and we didn't play that well either. We definitely didn't. And like my voice was really messed up, like... Um, my voice was like sucked that day and I was, uh, at, once I get, once I get in my head that, um, I can't sing tonight, everything else just goes off the rails. It's, you know, so, um, and I try to, I, I try to fight it. I'm fighting it the whole time. I'm like working through it. Um, and it's just like, guitar solos are bad I'm, I'm too focused on like what's 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 happening um i don't know it's it's super weird honestly uh anyway i digress um yeah uh i was kind of feeling weird about going on the tour i was just i was in this like odd stage of like none of this matters you know one day one day the earth will be swallowed by the sun. <laughs> and I actually use that. It sounds dark, but I actually use that in a positive way on a post. Uh, I think it's like two weeks ago. Go see your favorite bands live. You know, get out there. One day the earth's going to be swallowed by the sun. Like one day this will all be over. You know, one day this will all be gone. So like we should take every minute and 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 live it to the fullest, you know. But yeah, you could definitely use it in a dark way. Silly. Um yeah, so as far as the podcast goes, man, I was like, I just, I started this podcast to, um, it was kind of as a way to like, 
it was like therapy. Um, because I'd just gotten through the first like year or so uh, after my my dad died, and I like needed something else. I needed something. I need to do something else on top of the music, like aside from the music, because I didn't feel like. I've, I guess I've kind of felt like the the band like wasn't my own thing anymore. It was you know you, you share it with these other guys in the band and um, and there's all these expectations uh, from from the fan base when they're you know listening and you know it be, it be, it makes a lot of pressure um, it creates a lot of pressure that it's you know actually it's unnecessary pressure. I mean. <clears throat> you know, it's all in our minds, really. Uh, honestly, I shouldn't give a fuck with any what anybody wants to hear. It's like I just want I need to keep doing what I, what I need to do, um, and that's just write cool songs that I enjoy. And uh, but you know, I I write I write for myself. You know, I do this for myself. But um, I also know that there's a lot of people that like have become sort of like. I don't know, not maybe not dependent. That might sound a little um, uh, pretentious or something, but um, I don't know. They, they just they got they've gotten used to our sound, and they they want to they want to hear the next the next jam that's going to make them feel something that's going to that's going to move them, you know. And I I recognize that, you know, just like I do with my favorite bands. I want to hear, um, you know, I want to hear those things that that move me, uh, you know. And you can listen, you know, we all have our old favorite songs, you know, and we'll listen to those, you know, if the, if, if the, you know, if all we have were CDs, you know, still, and, and streaming and MP3s weren't a thing, it's like, that CD would have been scratched up and destroyed a long time ago, you know, it's like, we need the, we need those tunes, um, but I definitely just, I don't know. I just felt like I was like, what is the point of all this? You know, it's, it's strange. And, and like, even with the podcast, you know, I, again, I, I'm going off the rails here. Um, back to the podcast. Like I started the podcast as therapy. I needed to do something else. And, um, I, I guess I was very excited when, when I put up the first episode and like, you can hear it in my voice, <clears throat> you know, I've, I've been on stage for, uh, 27 years now, um, 25 years, technically we didn't play, we didn't play our first show until 96. Um, so, you know, sort of in that public space, that public stage. But when it came to like talking, like speaking on, sorry, I can't stop burping this morning, guys, uh, speaking on, you know, just to a microphone, and now, you know, we got to do video podcasts these days. So I'm speaking to a camera as well. Um, you know, ever since all that, um, I guess I, it, it came to, it became like, again, I get inside my head and you're, you can hear my voice. I just feel very, uh, amateur, you know? Um, and I'm definitely, uh, you know, I'm just excited. You can just hear it, you know? And once again, I told you, I'm, I'm going to stumble all over this podcast. I have no idea what I'm talking about today. Um, 
and and I, I saw the the response like people were stoked they're like oh this is really cool you know so I like I recorded like two more episodes and I put those up like the next day and then the next day and I was doing I was doing a podcast like you know three four times a week in that first year probably um maybe not that many but a lot and and then I would bring on guests and I thought you know be great to get like it definitely helps for days like this where I feel like I, I don't have anything to talk about I don't know what to say um you know having a guest on to to bounce off of is great and it's cool to hear other experiences too um from the other artists and, and such and I've had I've had other YouTubers I've, I've had filmmakers you know on the pod um and it's been a very very interesting very cool thing you know to just talk with these people um you know, and then, but the basis of the whole thing was like, you know, the mission statement, I guess, was to like, just put out like content, like that's, that's like advice, you know, that's like fun to listen to, you know, cause I was throwing stupid stories or you guys hopefully are used to my weird, dark humor by now. Um, but, uh, you know, the whole idea was to like communicate some advice at basically at the end of the episode, you know. By the end of the episode, I wanted people to, you know, new artists, you know, whoever, anybody that's trying to pursue any sort of um, creative uh, career. Um, I, I hope that the the advice that and the stories that I've told are, you know, are helping or have helped you in some way. Um, that was the idea. And then, I don't know, I just got to like a point. I'm sure there's a million things that... I could say, sometimes I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, you know, um, there's a lot of things I could talk about, you know, and let me know, like, if there's anything you think I should, you know, discuss on here, um, because honestly, man, like, I, I wish that somebody would have told me and my band a lot of the things that I'm putting out there for free, you know, like, um, you know, like make sure that the radio guy, I've probably mentioned this before, but make sure the radio guy you hire when he puts you on a, on a radio festival, maybe just look and make sure that there's an actual radio station attached to this little event when you drive halfway across the country to, to Nebraska. Um, yeah, I don't even know if we got paid. We probably got paid. No, maybe we didn't. I don't know if we got paid. We drove all the way to Nebraska and back. Um, and it was like a knockoff Buffalo Wild Wings. And we had, I mean, some people showed up. It was cool. 100, 150 people. But there was no radio station. It was supposed to be, the whole thing was like radio station to like hang out with. And hopefully they'll play the song on the radio. Stuff like that, you know. Um, things like make sure your trailer breaks work. Um Make sure you don't drive 90 miles an hour pulling a trailer, you know, in the mountains. You should never drive 90 miles an hour pulling a trailer in the first place. You should never drive 90 miles an hour. There's no reason to drive 90 miles an hour, ever, unless there's some insane emergency. But not in your van and trailer. Um, because it may catch on fire. You may, you may blow out your uh, transmission fluid all over your, your trailer and all over the, uh, the wheels. And then that that may heat up over the day, and then your 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 van may catch on fire. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just 
like, I feel like I'm laying on the couch. I should be laying on the couch over here talking to you guys. But, um, yeah, I, somebody posted yesterday on the Bally Hooligans page, I miss Tales from the Green Room. And it got to me, you know, <clears throat> in a good way. In a good way, it got to me. But I was I was just, like, stoked that anybody cared. You know, and, like, the, the comments after that were like, oh, me too, you know. And I, I, it's like, I don't know. I get. It, I guess it's nice to know that that people were actually listening. I mean, I see the numbers. You know, the the pod has over one hundred twenty six thousand streams. Um, you know, between all the episodes, that's really cool. That's that's. I couldn't even imagine. You know, crossing one hundred k or fifty k um, back in the day when I started it, twenty eighteen. Uh, yeah, the pod is four years old. Four? Yeah, four years old. Um, I forget what year it is. Um, it just, you know, it's one of those things, I think it goes back to like, it's the same, the same thing <clears throat> when I put out my solo EP or when, you know, when Ballyhoo puts out a record, you know, I guess, I guess nowadays it's kind of expected, you know, we're just going to get people going, oh, this is dope, flame emoji, you know, and I, I love that. I don't, I don't take it for granted at all. Um, but when you try to do something on your own, when you try to do something different from, you know, either what your group is doing or your circle of friends or whatever, you might feel uh, this anxiety of like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm such an idiot. They're going to think, um, uh, you know, look, look at this guy just up here making YouTube videos. I made a video one time. I took a snippet of some podcast I did. I was talking about something like it was like some motivational thing that I was talking about. And I put fucking like inspirational music behind it and I uploaded it. And I immediately felt gross. Like those, I, I don't, I hate those types of videos, but I was like, I'll try this and see if it like does anything, you know? Um, and I pulled it down. I like, it, it was there for like a week, maybe I pulled that shit down, you know, <clears throat> but it was that, you know, it's those feelings of like, I'm going to put this out there. Cause you know, people are going to be looking at this or listening to this and just, I don't know, just being like, oh, look at this guy. I don't know. It, do you guys understand what I'm saying? Does that make sense to anybody? And it's, you know, it's just like I tell my son at school, you know, it's like he's in sixth grade and these kids are fucking monsters. You know, they're like just, I can't believe the stuff that they say on their text messages and in their threads and stuff. Yesterday, for example, he got, uh, he got added to some thread for, with some kids at school. He just opened his phone and there was a thread going. They just added his name and there it was. And then the one kid that like the main kid who's uh, been a problem in the past, kind of a dick. Yeah, I said it. Um, he's like, oh, fuck Draven. I didn't, I, didn't tell, I didn't want him to be in here. Take him out of here. Take his bitch ass out of here. Like, dude, you're in sixth grade. Like you're 11, you're 12. What is happening? You know, uh, these kids are so mean to each other. So, 
I've had to tell my son many times, you know, trying to reinforce it. Like, listen, man, like anybody that's saying bad things about you or judging you or constantly poking at you or digging at you, it's because there's something wrong with themselves. There's something they hate themselves. They're miserable. They wish that they had the guts to do what you're doing. Um, you know, we have, I like to, I like to get, I'm a tech guy. I've always been like a tech guy. I love gadgets and shit. You know what I'm saying? And my son's kind of a techie gadget kid <laughs> as well. So, you know, we got them, we got them phones, you know, not like we got them like the, the cheaper versions, you know, the, the, I got what four years ago, like the 10 R and I got my daughter, like the iPhone eight or something like what, or whatever it was, or the SE or something, you know, like just, just so they have it. Cause like for me, that is, you know, say what you want. Like if you don't give your kids phones, that's whatever. But, um, for me and Danielle, it's like peace of mind. Like I want to be able to get a hold of them, you know, you know, I feel like the world's a little different today. Um, you know, one of the things I was saying was like, I was telling my son, cause he was like, Hey, I want to be able to like ride my bike, like down, you know, across the railroad tracks and down, you know, I'll get, if we need to go to like the Dollar Tree or something, I don't know where he got the Dollar Tree, but you know, if I need to go over there and like get some for you guys, you know, I'll, I'll bring it back. And I was like, that's very nice of you, but no, um, you know, for example, we have phones now and people are just texting while they're driving and they may not see a kid riding on his bike, like those types of things, you know, they have watches because I want to know where they are. I want to be able to call them, you know? And uh, what parent likes standing on the front porch screaming for their kid, <laughs> you know, or like walking around the neighborhood looking for the kid? I want to be able to call my, my kids and, and bring them home for dinner, you know. Um, anyway, it's like some kids at school don't have phones. There's a couple in particular that don't have a phone or don't have a watch. And the one kid will like take his phone from him and run around once, once kept it for like an entire period. Um went to his locker and pulled it out, like, things like that, like, for whatever reason, the kid had his locker combination, and I'm like, look, man, they're jealous, they're jealous you have this stuff, you know, my kid is not like, look what I got, Ugh, I'm so cool, my kid doesn't do that, both my kids are super cool, they don't even, they, like, my daughter puts her watch on, and she goes to school, and there's no, like, look what I got, and eh, nothing like that, like, they're very cool kids. They don't, they know what they have and they take good care of their stuff, which is awesome. They don't just break it or throw it. They're awesome kids. Um, you know, so like these, some of these kids get jealous of that and I, I see it, you know, it's the same. It's, it's just human like interaction. It's, it's, you know, whether you're 11 or you're 41, you know, it's like, you've got, uh, people that want what you have or, are mad that you have the things that you have and they don't. But to me, it's like, it's a, it, I, I chose to like bust my ass for, for so long, you know, to, to sort of be able to not have to go to a job, you know, and I did that. I did so many jobs, you know, I quit my job finally in 2013. Um, I worked really hard in the early days. I knew what I wanted to do from an early age, which is a fucking gift. A lot of people don't know that, you know? And 
I chose to to grind it out. I you know a lot of people are just scared to to try to do something that they really want to do. They would rather just have the security in in the job and, and the money, the paycheck every week guaranteed um, than go out and and hustle and grind it out and live like remember that scene in them in, in a miles like you know it's like you got to live down here in order to live up here or whatever you got to live down here man you know and and i did that for a long time even today like things are you know they're not i get i get freaked out sometimes you know i guess maybe it's the older i get i think about the future more i'm just like oh my god shit i need to really I need to get some things moving here certainly better off than i used to be um there was a there was a chapter a part in this book. I wish I would have um, I wish <laughs> I wish I would have written down the page number. I'm gonna look it up while I'm talking. Um, you know, I think it's okay. One thirty one thirty nine. Um, so yeah, it's like you got people that are like jealous or something, or like they wish that they could do those things. You know, and and they externalize it onto you, you know? And that's, shit's not right, man. Uh, this is not the right page. So, yeah, what was that, right? Oh, oh, oh. I should probably wear my glasses. All right, check this out. I'm reading this book called uh, Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. This guy's got really good really good books um, okay so uh, we think we need more and don't realize we already have so much we work so hard for our families that we don't notice the contradiction that it's because of work that it's because of work that we never see them right that's how I, it's for me it's always like I'm doing, I got to bust my ass. I got to I gotta work for my family, you know? It's like the work ends up taking you away from the very family that you're trying to love and support, you know? Um, no one does their best work driven by anxiety and no one should be breeding insecurity in themselves so that they might uh, keep making things. Uh, that is not industry. That is slavery. Yeah, I, like I really related with that. I, I underline these certain paragraphs but like really relate with that because for me it's like I got to keep making stuff especially like after my dad died in 2016 like I like I had to just well for the first like eight months I didn't do anything like I just I played some shows but like I didn't write anything I didn't really do anything um excuse me and that's when it came into the early 2018 I was like I gotta do something man I gotta you know so I started the podcast and and then it was, I was like producing bands. I was doing a lot of things, you know. Um, but then you sort of feel like, like I feel like I became a slave to it in a way, you know. Um, I remember last year, last April, I was working on like five different projects at once. And they all were due like in April, something like that. And I was freaking out. I was like working like 14 hours a day down here. And it's like, yeah, I, I'm very happy to not be waiting tables anymore. That's true. But like, there's still like the stress. You still get stressed out no matter what you're doing. You know, no matter how much you love it. Um, 
and this was like, yeah, I definitely felt like, it felt like slavery for sure. Um, you become a slave to your own craft. Um, killing ourselves does nothing for anybody. I mean, I just love this. I'll put the link in the description to this book if you guys want to check it out. He's got like a, uh, there's a three pack actually. I can put up three pack. I'll read all three books because uh, Ego is the Enemy and um, there's this one, Stillness is the Key. And then uh, the other one is called uh, the, the Object is the Way. The Object Becomes the Way. The Object is the Way, something like that. Just really helped, really helped. Um, I guess I felt like no one really, none of this matters. No, nobody cares what I'm saying. Why am I, why am I doing this? You know? So with the podcast, it was like, uh, you know, I could, I could have did one with the guys on the, on the last tour and we should talk about the tours. It was awesome. Um, but my, my gear that I bring, it's, it's a lot. It's, I mean, it comes in one case, which is pretty convenient, I guess, but like, it's hard to find like a quiet place to do it. I got to set all the stuff up and I don't know. I, it's just, I just feel defeated a lot lately. I don't know why it's, I have, I have so many, I have so much, you know, I have, I have an awesome life, you know, um, not rich or anything, but like, I have a cool life. I get to go on the road and do, do what I love and sit here and do this. As I said, I'm talking in circles. I know it. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I just didn't feel like making it. I didn't feel like doing the podcast. Um, I missed streaming. I didn't stream for a month, even before the tour. I, for a couple weeks before the tour, I didn't stream. Did my first stream last week in a month, over a month. I think it was like five weeks and uh, I missed it. I did miss it. I was like, man, I like, I just lost all the motivation. I haven't done a song in the, the week, you know, since February. I don't know, man. It's just, I, I was working out almost every day on the last tour because it was convenient because we would wait, we would park at a, a Planet Fitness every night. You know, the guy, our driver would take us, and then the next morning I wake up and we'd be at Planet Fitness. So, you know, get up and take my gym bag in and get a workout and a shower. It's it's great. Got to get that black card if you're on tour. It's uh, it's worth it. Um, and I was feeling good, and you know, we were feeling ourselves. You know, like. Me especially, I was like, "Oh shit, my arms are looking good, son." I'm gonna cut the sleeves off this this t-shirt. You know, I haven't worked out in a week since we got home. It's just like a week and a half now, because um, now I have to drive there. It's ten minutes away, but I have to drive there, and it's like as soon as I get the kids on the bus, I want to start working. I have things to do. I need to just do it. I'm making excuses, you know, and it's like <clears throat> self awareness. And acknowledging the problem is is like the first thing, right? It's a big step. It's like going like, you know, it's like when I hear I don't have time, it's like, bro, you have time. You you just make the time. Like, prioritize things, you know? You can, you can go to the gym for an hour, you know? 
it's like, I just need to do it. I just need to do it. Um, all right, I'm going to try to stop get, talking about like dark mental shit. Let's, uh, let's talk about the tour. Had a great tour. Uh, went out with the elevators. All great dudes. Um, the shows were slamming. I was very stoked on how many people showed up uh, every night. I couldn't believe, you know, we had, I think we had five sold out shows. If you include Tortuga, which had nothing to do with us. I mean, we had, a, we, our, the stage was packed when we played. That was great. Everybody was there. A lot of Bally Hooligans saw the, the Bally flags and the shirts and the hats and stuff. Uh, we did not sell out Tortuga. That sold out itself. But uh, technically, we had five sold out shows on the tour. Um, Charleston was crazy. Uh, Charlotte was crazy. I couldn't believe it. We haven't, we haven't been to Charlotte in since 2019, uh, I think with Badfish. And it was nuts. Um, Florida was great as always. Always a good time. Um, I definitely felt the momentum I feel like the momentum is back. Um, when we, you know, when 2020 happened, you know, and everything stopped in March, uh, we had so much, like our year was ramping up, man. We had so much momentum, like all the, uh, like all the money was going up. Like we were, it was, it was fixing to be an amazing year for us. Um, and then it went away. So now we, you know, we obviously you guys know that we didn't stop. We kept making, we kept making things. We we made a record. We did live streams. We did quarantine videos. We did so much to to stay in everybody's memory. You know, um, you know, weekly, weekly to monthly basis. Um, I'm proud of what we did. You know, uh, and. When things started rolling again last fall, it was still kind of shaky. A lot of people weren't coming to shows, you know, because of the the mandates and such. And and I get it. Nobody wants to wear a mask at a show, you know. Um, some people didn't want to be vaxxed or whatever. Uh, so it was weird. And then we got COVID, you know. We were all fucking vaxxed and trying to stay on the bus and not talk to anybody. And we still got it. Um, so this past couple runs we did you know with the movement in February and then the elevators in April like uh these shows have been slamming every like we're back you know that's that's how it feels we're back um so seeing everybody singing the songs out there and the show feels more entertaining than it's ever been like like our show our set um I feel like uh, we're connecting with the crowd and, and people are really into it. Um, it's been it's been awesome. It's been really awesome. And uh, there's more to come. We're playing every weekend, you know, and, and then kicking off uh, the summer tour with Reggae Rise Up, which um, stoked to be on that in, in Maryland. I can't believe that they're doing one in Maryland. Uh, but we're going to have a summer tour after that and dates will be announced very soon. You guys get all like the all the news before everybody else. Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot going on. We're working on a fall tour. Um, fall tour is looking good. Cool lineup. 
and uh, there's just a lot, man. And then we're gonna start recording. Actually, we're, we're you know we've been writing, and uh, hopefully, um, the record will come out next spring. I'm looking at like March, April next year. But we're gonna release some singles, you know, on the second half of the year. We go in next month, uh, just in a couple weeks, actually, to start recording the new record. So uh, we're gonna be recording throughout the year and releasing a few things. Um, we just did our Sugar Shack, our first Sugar Shack since 2014, maybe, um, 2013. And uh, those will start rolling out, I think, next month. Uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to be excited about, a lot to be happy about. Um, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to see the Sugar Shack thing. And then hear the new songs. I, I'm feeling good about the new songs. Um, it's kind of going in a in a direction like what Girls was doing. Um, I don't know. I don't like to. I don't like to do that anymore. By the way, I don't like to. Oh man, the vibes I'm getting from this is like Girls meets Daydreams, or like, you know, kind of like Detonate, but like little bit of pineapple grenade like I don't like doing that it's gonna be what it's gonna be you know I, I'm stoked and I, I really think the songs are, are some of the best shit I've ever written um but I hope you guys like it you know we're uh, taking my kid it's his birthday this weekend it was Friday it was his birthday um we're taking him to uh, Rock State Park today um, it's gonna be cool. We're gonna go do some hiking. He wanted he wanted to go. We went a few years back around his birthday, and he enjoyed it. It was their first time, and uh, so we go to the the King and Queen seat. Um, you can look it up. It's a cool spot. You just like it's the Rocks Rocks State Park, and the King and Queen seat. So it's just these rocks that are perched up. These big boulders like the top of a, like rock formations on this big huge steep hill and you kind of see like a lot of trees and stuff when you get up there oh it's just a cool experience fun time for the kids used to go there a lot when i was a kid uh i'm producing producing uh some some songs uh coming up from some bands i'm going to be working with the harbor boys on one of their new tracks um I think I have some mixed work coming in with higher education. Um, uh, the Bump and Ugly stuff is starting to roll out that we that we did last year. Um, yeah, just a, a lot of a lot of cool shit going on, man. Stoked. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna sit here and sip this coffee. Let me know what I should talk about next for the next one. I'm gonna try to, you know, try to be better about about doing these. I need to get out of my head, man. I need to like get back to it. I just get like I don't know. I just get down. It's weird. I'm okay. I'm okay. Everything's fine. Um. Yeah. Sometimes it's just. Can be stressful. Uh, 
All right, well, I guess that's it. I hope I didn't bring anybody down or anything. It's not my intention. I uh, just wanted to give you guys an update. Thank you so much for caring and listening to the show. Uh, subscribe to Tales from the Green Room if you haven't already. We are on Spotify, Apple. Uh, we're here, here on YouTube as well. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, I have tons of acoustic videos and past live streams. You can watch some vlog stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, go to go to the Ballyhoo show. BallyhooRocks.com slash tour. And uh, get out to a show and come hang out with us. Come have a good time. Um, all right, cool, man. Well, see you guys later. Peace. Thank you.